Good day, and this is Lisa Hawkins with Christian Warrior Woman. <clears throat> I hope this message is meeting everyone in good spirits and you're off to a fresh start for your day. But I wanted to share with you um, some key things in regards to my own testimony, and I'm sure many of you have experienced as well. And it's going to be um, the motivation came from spending time in Romans 10 this week, and I will point out some key scriptures for you. But today's um, message or encouraging moment is titled, How Beautiful Are Your Feet? And I ask that because as believers, even those who have been serving God for a number of years, you can find yourself feeling defeated, discouraged at various different moments. <clears throat> and you may find that you're not as effective or you don't feel the strength of the Holy Spirit within as you did maybe in prior years or in a prior different you know time in your life. And the enemy at this time would really come against you to attack and say and, and give you doubt, give you worry, and may even make you question if God is for you or if you are a believer. And I want to share that the things that you don't normally hear, maybe on the pulpit, is everyone has this time in their life where something can happen. You can lose a loved one. You can have difficulty with your children, your marriage, and it leaves you feeling lost, possibly, and abandoned. And we all know who will chime in and really come full force against you in this time, and that's the enemy. We're giving you the belief of what is it that you really believe in the first place. And I know for myself, and you'll read in Christian Warrior Woman, why I am here talking to you today or, um, you know, how I moved forward with the Lord was I had to really ask myself, what did I believe in um, when I lost my grandmother? And it's a very critical question to ask during hard times and struggles in your life. We spend a lot of time discussing what's not working. Um, and most of those statements and beliefs that start building up in this time of depression, oppression, are things that are lies. But because of our emotional, what's in our heart, we start feeding it. And that feeding turns into belief. And then when things um, don't work in our favor, then we start wondering, and then we start asking, where is God? But my question is, where are you? It's like in a relationship. If you pull away from a relationship, you'll have less engagement with that person. Same with the Lord. If you're spending your time worrying and discouraged and believing the lies that you're not worthy, um, you don't deserve anything good, that's why this happens. 
you believe it. And then what comes out of your mouth are the words and the beliefs from your heart. And then what comes out of your mouth is then is followed by your feet. Right? So if I feel defeated, am I going to walk in victory? Am I going to seek out others that can build me up if I believe in less than? And we have this in various examples in the Bible where individuals gave up. We could start with Sarah with Abraham. We could go to David when he lusted after another woman's wife. He was beloved of God, but guess what? David almost danced his clothes off, but David still was human and David still had weaknesses. And so do we. Theirs may be a little grander than we want ours to be, but needless to say, we have, you know, prophets who, when we, when we think about um, that ran in fear and, you know, there are moments where we become weak. And in that weakness or even fear, maybe there are areas of fear um, in your life for various reasons. This podcast goes to people all over the world. So it could be fear of others finding out that you serve Jesus or that you're learning and believing in Christ. It may be that um, sickness or disease or marriage or employment or financial situation, fear of your tomorrow. But I want to give you a word that gives you an encouragement that will give you that what I call when you have to put yourself in check. And I think Romans 10 is a good passage that does that. Because there's there's some key statements that I'm going to read um, in this. And one is, it is with your mouth that you confess your faith and are saved. Because what you believe is what you have to profess. Even in your darkest moments, you have to profess, God is for me. God loves me. And we have to remind ourselves of when he came through for us. Also, um, there's a Romans 11.36 that I, I personally wanted to memorize because of my own experience. And it may help you. It's for, and this is the NIV, for from him and through him and for him are all things. And so when I'm going through despair or times of struggle, that's a very key thing that I have to remind myself that what I am doing and how I'm living and what I'm preparing for is what he's called me to do. So it's for him, right? It's through him that I get my strength and power. It's through him that the Holy Spirit, that Christ died and gave me the Holy Spirit to use for power and authority in this world. And it's for him that all things. So for him, you know, we live and breathe and our feet guide us. And our feet are lighted in the gospel. It's about our feet or our foundation of strength, of how we move forward. How beautiful are our feet? That's what we're going to read in this passage. So when I go into Romans 10, and I want to give you two other um, scripture passages that you may want to look at 
and pray over Isaiah um, 52, 7 and Nahum 1 and 15. But I'm in Romans 10 right now. And I'm going to start at verse 5 in Romans 10. So if you're listening to this and driving or riding, I'm going to read this to you. But when you get home, you can put your, you can attach your thoughts and what the Lord is putting on your heart. I love to be listening because sometimes I can listen and hear the word and I can get a different perspective. And then when I read it for myself, the Lord will build on that perspective. So if I start at verse 5 in the NIV, Moses writes this about the righteousness that is by the law. The person who does these things will live by them. But the righteous, that is by faith, but the righteous that is by faith says, do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down, or who will descend into the deep, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you, can I say that again? You will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. I'm going to say that again. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful, as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. So I tell you in this, what I found impactful is that what we believe in our heart And you may say, Lisa, my heart is broken. I've been disappointed. I'm in such dire straits. But if you repeat that passage, and I know for me, even when I went to bed last night, that word was in my heart that how then can they call on the one they have not believed in? You have got to Repent for your unbelief. You have got to cry out to the Lord about your unbelief. You have got to ask the Lord to come into your heart, to heal your wounds, to forgive you, to cleanse you, to redeem you, and allow you 
to speak from your mouth, releasing the lies and embracing his truth and asking him, Lord, what is it that is true of me? What's true from this passage is that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. So what is the truth? The word is near you, right? It is in your mouth. You can declare that before the Lord. Declare that before the enemy. Declare that when you feel discouraged. The word is near you. And we won't even go into what's the word. When I hear that statement, I hear Jesus. Because the word, he is the word. He is the bread of life. So when I hear the word is near you, I'm not just thinking about my Bible on a shelf somewhere. I'm thinking that the word has come to life, that the word has has brought restoration. The word is allowing me to see Christ face to face, allowing the Holy Spirit to work within me, within my limbs, allowing that when I go to work, when I walk in in a room, that the power of God can shift the atmosphere by my presence, by your presence. He's not adding to the confusion. He's not adding drama, but he's allowing you to be that fresh, that fresh breeze of crisp air, that fresh flow of the spirit into any situation. But we have to profess that. We have to believe that we're justified. And we have to use our mouth. And when we cleanse our heart and we use our mouth, then we use our feet to spread good news. So how beautiful are your feet? It's how often you spread the good news. It's how often you engage with your father and you listen to what he wants you to represent in the world. The gifts he's given you how you seek them, how you um, grow and develop as a believer. Every day, every month, every year, you should be at a stronger place. Does that make you perfect? No. Does that make you able to judge other people? No. But it gives you that experience of to recognize, oh, enemy, you tried this trick on me before, and it, and it won't work. I may have fallen before and I may have fallen for it, but now I've gained my strength. I've gained uh, the right heart. I've gained control over my tongue. And trust me, that is a hard thing to do. That's something I work on every day. It's controlling my tongue, controlling my emotions. But most of all, spreading the good news is how we can do that each Our heart, our mouth, and our feet go before us. They represent Christ to the lost and to a fallen world. So I ask you to read this passage in Romans chapter 10 and ask yourself, is it time for you to have beautiful feet? Now, I ain't talking about the pedicure now. Now, you might need one of those. But where are you when you walk into a room? The presence of God is within you. 
allow that to be seen. Allow that to be felt. Uh, just allow the heart and the love of the Lord to be represented in every footstep. So I go back to my Romans eleven thirty six, and I gain strength in this passage because it says, for from him and through him and for him are all things. Another way for me to look at that is for from him I was saved, through him I'm redeemed, and I'm able to maintain my salvation. Through him I have my connection back with the Lord, and for him my beautiful feet will continue. The the journey of cleansing my heart on a daily basis is what my result is for my tongue. That my tongue, when it's caught, or when it's representing me instead of him, that I'm in a position to repent. That when I feel um, the words coming from my mouth that are lies from the enemy, that we can say, get thee behind me, Satan. Because my truth is, my Jesus lives. My truth is he was raised from the dead. And my truth is that this tongue, as hard as it may be, can be revived, can speak new truths, can spread love, can bring joy, can bring hope to others and myself. And the light of the Lord will shine through you. I pray this for you today. I pray you start this week not focused on what's behind, looking behind, but focus on what's ahead with that truth. What's the secret of power, of speaking God's word? Learn the power. Learn what that secret power is. You have a secret weapon to convert that wayward tongue, those wayward thoughts, and that wayward heart. You haven't lost your salvation. You may feel broken down and tired, but God can renew your strength. I send blessings and thank you for the encouraging words. I look forward to hearing from uh, many of you and share this with someone that the Lord puts on your heart today that may need to remember who they are, who they belong to, and where they're headed. Love you. Have a peaceful day.